I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, and welcome back to Lower Your Expectations. Marcus is laughing at me quite a lot. Smiling. Happy. 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 I hope you're all very well. We're very well. We have a guest with us today. It's the Miss Stephanie Giesinger. Oh, hi. Sounds great when you say that, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> At the age of 17, Steffi was the winner of the ninth season of Germany's Next Top Model. Fast forward four years, she has walked numerous runways for the likes of L'Oreal, D&G, and doing shoots for various brands recently featuring on Russian Vogue. She's also Marcus Butler's girlfriend. Yeah, listen to that, Marcus. That was like the most formal intro I think we have <laughs> ever had. It was so weird listening Matt saying all of those things well. about me. I'm just like, okay, He's listen just, to that, Marcus. Your girlfriend is famous. <laughs> just, re- just reading facts out just at you. I've nice. just got your Wikipedia page here right now. Oh. No, I don't. Signed, don't. Signed, <laughs> signed off with better than Marcus. <laughs> Not true. But how are you? I'm very good, and you? Very good, thank you. Is this the first podcast you've done? Uh, yes, I've been on a like radio show in Germany, but never on a podcast. Oh, this is much more professional than a radio show. Yeah, I see. <laughs> first this, and second, that's the first time speaking English in like, a conversation. Oh, wow. People must always say this to you when you speak like, several different languages. It's like, how do you do it? And, like, <laughs> what do you think? And that's always my question, isn't it? But when you're doing things like professional things... How do you find it? Do you prefer doing things in German? Oh my God, it's so much easier for me to speak in German because I don't know every single German word in English. Mm. So I always say to Marcus, I don't know if he would have fallen in love with me if, if we, I was German. If he would be German <laughs> because I think you are quite different when you're speaking another language. Mm. You're choosing different words and I think also your personality is a little bit. You think bit. your personality is different? I think a little bit. I really? can imagine. Could you imagine Marcus doing a show, like a podcast in German? Yeah. Not speaking any English? Ich kann. Yeah, das könnte er. Yeah. Auf jeden Fall. Ich verstehe. Er versteht viel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy to think that it is technically English is technically your third language yeah my, my first language is russian because my parents they come from russia from siberia but i was born in germany and then i've learned german in kindergarten my parents only spoke russian to me and i'm still speaking russian to them and then in school learned english when i first met you i thought you're american oh is that because of the like, of when the second language is english sometimes it comes across as well you american, learn english in american school. english in school no in school we learn british english oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But <laughs> we're better than <laughs> Americans, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but let's go back. So, how for people who don't know, how did you guys meet? Because German, Russian person meeting English. We met on Tinder. Right in person. How does that happen? <laughs> well, do you uh, want to tell the story? Do I? Should uh, I? Oh God! Oh, don't get us started. <laughs> <laughs> so Instagram took some people from all over the world. Uh, Marcus from England, me from Germany. We went to the Ampha 
in Cannes. We met one day before the Ampha, right? Yep. It was like dinner, lunch, something like that. I was sitting opposite him and yeah, maybe she you fell wanna... in love with me from the moment she looked <laughs> in my eyes. That's the that's how the story finishes actually, isn't it? <laughs> you came up to me, you asking me if I like Katy Perry and like the rest is history. I'm, I'm sure. lying completely. <laughs> from the moment I saw her, I was in love with her and then oh. probably a little bit creepy. Louise was with us, Louise Pentland. That, that was a bit creepy. Bless Louise. Thank you for bringing us together. But that was weird. We were sitting on that big table <laughs> at the Ampha. And then Louise came over and she was like, so fast she started like small talk with me. She was very nice. I liked her. But she kept being on her phone when I found weird. I'm sat on like the other side of the table. Oh, like so smooth. Two seats, yeah, <laughs> two seats next to us. And she was like, are you single? And I was like, yes. And she was like, do you want to be single? And I was like, hmm, yeah, I don't know. Just never met the right one. She was like, did you meet Marcus? And I'm like, oh, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> what do I say now? I was like... Yeah, he's nice. I didn't really speak to him, but... Mm. And, and I'm sat on the other side of the table getting text updates from Louise, and she's like... Oh, so that's why she's on her phone. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, so Louise so texts me like, <laughs> Steffi thinks you're nice. You should go and talk to her. I was like, oh my God, okay. Why did she <laughs> yeah. not wait and tell you then? You know, like Don't after... Know. It was so just in the moment. Why didn't you just speak to her? Why did yeah, you get to do? Yeah, yeah, why like, did you what? not speak? Guys. He, he started speaking to me. I can tell when. Uh, <laughs> Katy Perry was performing. He mm. came up to me and I was just like, fuck. Creepo approaching. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Where's my friend? Warning signs. <laughs> <laughs> Love this. No, not like this. I was just scared of like an awkward conversation. Yeah. I was more scared of that. So he came up to me and he was like, do you like Katy Perry? Oh. And I was like... Great conversation, Star. She's performing <laughs> better than, oh my God, you are so beautiful. So her response was, yes. I just carried on dancing. <laughs> I was like, fantastic. Me too. Yay. No, I think it's more nice if a guy starts speaking to you completely normal. But yeah, I, like was, that. I was... What, do you like, like that? No, 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 no. I was singing all of her songs. I, I think the first song was already like through and I was singing like every single word. Me and too. Or you pretending heard, to. You, <laughs> you heard me singing and then you asked, do you like Katy Perry? And mm. I was just like, that's so weird. Don't interrupt me singing. Ooh. Well, look. She was performing live. I was. I enjoyed the moment. At the end of that night, you asked me for my phone number. We ended up in bed. No, I'm <laughs> no, we didn't. Rest is history. No, but in the, we're in a lift on the way back. That is my moment because she asked for my number. No. I was because she wanted nice. to be friends. Now we're more than friends. We hold hands now. <laughs> Sometimes. And we didn't end up in bed. Just to, Just clar Just to clarify. <laughs> Just to clarify. <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So you won the competition, Germany's Next Top Model, when you were 17. Yeah. Were you 16 when you started or were you 17 the whole time? I was 16 when I uh, applied at the show and now I'm 22. So looking back then, because that's what five years have passed since then, so you've yeah. probably got a bit of like clarity on everything. How was that experience as a teenager being on national television? Amazing because the show was already like nine years going so I was the ninth season and I always watched the show I loved it I was the biggest fan and then when I went into the show I kind of knew what is going to happen and it was just amazing but also a bit scary because you had to grow up so fast you're like 17 so many people are watching you in television that's one of the most watched shows in Germany that's what I was about to say what I realized because obviously when I found out about the show I was like oh yeah I know like next model from america and we had it in england but it was never really like a big show here obviously in america is and it's massive it's like huge in germany yeah everyone watches it everyone's watching it we flew to singapore that was our first destination and not speaking to my mom for the first time for so long was quite weird and then every time the camera was on you you're just like what do i do now and obviously (laughs) you just feel so uncomfortable Mm. and then you had to be in a bikini you had to be naked you had to be i felt really weird but it helped me so much in this industry to realize like how do i handle situations how do i handle interviews how do i speak to people who want to know bad things about you like the press so it was definitely a very good experience. But it, cha- it challenged you as well. Like I've, I obviously didn't watch the show when it was on. Mm-hmm. That, w- that would have been a little bit weird. A little bit <laughs> but, creepy. Um, I've looked at your book, the like finishing book yeah. with all your pictures. My model in. book. Oh, that's and so Germany's cool. next top model book. But the challenges they set like challenges yeah. each week, and some of the stuff you had to do was mental. Like spiders all over you in one shoot. Yeah. You had snakes around you in another uh, shoot. One was like 100 meters in the air, and we were just, just like hanging like in the air. Hanging. Every week we had one catwalk and one photo shoot and one like other competition, which was, yeah, really like taking a lot from you. So the thing with the spiders was crazy. I had three spiders on me. We that were completely naked. Black as well. Yeah, completely yeah. naked, just painted oh black. God. And Ren- Rankin did the pictures. He's yeah, the one cool. photographer, English. Oh my God, one was horrible. It was like, so we went to Utah and it was super cold there. It was like minus 15 degrees Celsius in the snow. And we had almost nothing on, just a bikini. And we were outside shooting in the snow with horses. That was horrible. But I won the competition. All the people on the show were models beforehand, weren't they? It was like scouted, right? Not everyone was modeling before the show. They took out like a combination of girls who were modeling before and also very young models to help them to start. Because it's actually also nice for German Next Top Model to have a fresh face that nobody has seen before. I was modeling before that, though. I started with 13. When the show came out, so when it was going out on television, had you already watched all of it? 
or were you watching it kind of live alongside it going out? Sort Such of a good question. I was watching it live with what, all you of the like other friends people. and family. Oh, with the other people. Yeah. The first two episodes, we were still on that show and we were watching it together with the other girls. But then everything after that, I was watching with my family and it was so weird because you kind of knew what will happen already. And you're just like, you're a bit cringing because, you know, you did it bad or because, you know, you're going to embarrass yourself. But it was so weird to see also the reactions of people, you know, like because I come from Kaiserslautern, which is not the biggest city. So many people were like laughing about me and making fun of me and stuff no. in the first. Yeah. in the first few episodes until i won and when i won everyone became so nice to me and i was just like oh, wow figure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> no and honestly since then i'm like a bit careful with people because now i know how people can change but that's so sad to have that realization at 17 you know people can just change purely because of what you're doing it's also like a quite good school i mm. think because you get to know the world and people quite so. good so when I was doing my notes for today's episode, I was thinking how the show was almost like a university for you. It was like a college, wasn't it? True. And it was also like a college because we were all like 21 girls in one big house. How many there is 21? Yeah, we were 21 first. Fuck. Yeah, but it was so weird. At the end of the week, you just knew somebody has to go. Mm. And it's just like, oh, please, not me. Please, not me. And one person, because I liked every single girl on there, you always had the feeling like, oh, my God, they leave. And then everyone was crying. And one day we were just super sad all together. Yeah, it was definitely like a school, like a learning by doing amazing experience school. And I grew up so fast. I've learned myself. And yeah, it was cool. I've learned myself. I've learned a lot about myself. That's what I mean. Yeah, but I, I always say that you're 22 and it's you don't come across as 22. And it's only sometimes when you're if you're with some of your friends that like you went to school with or something like that, then it's like, oh, my God, you have so much more life experience than like the average 22 year old, which almost forces you to grow up going on the show almost like you had to like yeah I had to grow up very fast obviously also because of the media I think media was the hardest bit for me going on red carpets and giving interviews and there's nice media but there are also people who are just wanting to write shit about you and they do anything to find out bad things the snakes yeah the snakes of the industry because with a lot of uni degrees when people do it they feel like it doesn't actually help them in the real world of what they're doing so it's good that that show has helped with the real world of modeling like professional sure. modeling yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah i think sure. with uni it's like you're right so many people go doing a course and end up doing nothing in their career yeah. to do with that course but uni does give you yeah. massive life experiences as well doesn't it it does but some Sometimes you're not ready for the real world of, of actual work because, yeah, you can study all you want. And yeah. it's, I mean, on a much lesser scale, like the show where, yeah, you're doing cool things with your friends and whatever. You're learning, having a good time, but it doesn't set you up for actual work. Real life, yeah. So it's good that the show is quite close to what the actual industry is like. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Hi, welcome on board. I'm Captain Stephanie Marcus. Matt, are you ready? Okay, let's yes. start the journey. There we see Instagram. There we see Facebook. Where do we want to start? We are in the digital world. She's Boom. listened to some episodes. 
I'm you. so annoyed because that was so much cooler than when I do it. I go like high pitch and stupid. You just kept it like we'll, yeah, we'll, I'm the captain. We'll let the go. listeners decide what they prefer. So a huge part of both of your careers is Instagram. Yeah, for sure. The show German's Next Top Model helped me in the digital world because obviously Germans knew me through the show, wanted to continue watching what I'm doing in my life and they followed me on Instagram. Influences are at the moment like Oh, I'm not an influencer. Well, because everyone's an influencer. Everyone's an influencer. That's what I'm saying. Like every actor, every... Go on, hit that table. <laughs> Sorry, I'm hitting it quite <laughs> often. But you guys being an influencer, me being an influencer is a bit different, isn't it? Why? Because you still... have an influence. No, I have an influence you... over... doesn't matter, it's still an not influence. Not many people, yes. whereas you still... have it over a lot more people. Still an influence. On my friends. It... Oh, go and buy... Parakeet, mate. The amount, uh, the amount of records I'm ready to buy just from your Instagram story. <laughs> no, honestly, I know, I know what you mean, but I don't think everyone is an influencer because you don't influence that many people. But yeah. everyone who is in the public eye is an influencer because everyone, like anyone who's watching them, is like, oh, maybe that's cool. Oh, what they're wearing is cool. Whatever. You just like a person and you do the same things. No, I was gonna say from about being a big part of a career. Although mine's changed over time, but like Instagram is like your thing. Yeah. And it's like like Germans don't really use Twitter. Not at all. Yeah, I've noticed that. And no Facebook anymore. Yeah. But how do you feel about that? Like how has Instagram changed the modeling industry for you? And I guess oh so you God. could put it as well. Like how has Instagram changed YouTube as well? Yeah, Instagram changed a lot in all the industries, I think. Like, think of any big campaign, like all the new Dolce Gabbana campaigns and stuff. You only find on those big billboards, those influencers, those people who are big on Instagram because they know it's more authentic than just a model without any personality. And I am very happy that Instagram took over this big modeling world because, world because models are not only what they look like anymore, it's more like what they also have in their brain and in their heart the personality you know personalities everything but the thing is when i come to a casting as a model the first question is always how many followers do you have and i mean for me it's great because it helps me but i feel so bad for all of the successful and nice models who are very talented in this business but they don't get those jobs anymore because they don't have yeah. the followers and i think it's so unfair and so weird but that's how the world is changing at the moment and i think we just have to accept it and work with it it's nice because obviously my whole life's been social media like my whole career has been born from social media but to see other industries now fully respecting it same with the music industry and with Maisie and the amount of labels and serious people who now put social media as one of the most important things that go alongside the artist. So not only, oh, can they sing? Are they a good songwriter? It's like, have they got a following on, on socials as well? It's a lot of pressure though, isn't it? It's all consuming. Yeah. It's like, not only do you have to be talented at whatever you're doing, yeah. modeling, singing, yeah. People acting, have to like you. But you have to be like this perfect personality and have the perfect Instagram feed. Yeah. It seems like a lot. Totally. And, and some people don't like to show their private life. Some people don't like showing their boyfriends, their home, mm. their anything. And I'm just like, why does everyone has to do it? If you ask me, it all started a bit with the Kardashians in general because of the show. The show was so open. The show was so like in your face that everyone was like, oh, I want to consume this everyday lifestyle vlogging style every day. Yeah, that alongside YouTube vlogging. Steffi, when did you first get 
Instagram, like social media kind of thing? Did you have it alongside the show or was it afterwards that you set up your kind of professional page? Before the show, I started Instagram before the show. And I can remember I was in school and we were sitting in the break. I was just with like one of my friends and he was like, take a picture of your shoes and post it. I was like, that's so weird. Why would I do that? And he was like, (laughs) yeah, that's the new thing, Instagram. So he showed me Instagram. Thank you, Ergen. And then it just started from then. I was just posting, I don't know, my cat, my shoe, just random weird things. Classic. (laughs) The food plate, the dessert. But isn't it strange how it goes from that to then being almost professional photos? Well, it is professional Professional photos, really. It is on your Instagram feed. Yeah, it is so weird how... Instagram for me changed so much but it's just social media it became so big and I think yeah no it's just very interesting how it all changed for me and how I make a business out of it now. Would you agree that like for aspiring models and influencers I guess as well people who want to be really popular and have a career from it that it almost works now Instagram it's like a portfolio, isn't it? It's like, it doesn't matter yeah. if you're not walking runways or if you're not doing that, because if you've got an amazing photographer, then you can almost like, that's half the job done, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but there's an issue of this with people and technology and apps that we have. You can change how you look. Facetune. For Instagram. Yeah. And people are using that to such extremes. And even the most followed people in the world do it and they're changing things and it's like one why are we doing that two if that's how you're putting yourself across and then you get booked to do something in real life and you look like someone totally different well i was going to ask does it frustrate you as a authentic model coming from a modeling background when influencers sometimes come in as models too and they have no experience but they've got a lot of followers i think it's great i think it's great that modeling and everything all the businesses they open up to like yeah personalities because it's as i said it's not only how you look like it's also what you put up on social media but i can talk about that coming from my perspective like obviously youtube has always been my main thing and then i wanted to start doing more of instagram and because of the world changing it allowed me to do more more jobs through instagram and more stuff where five years ago i would never have done and i would never have thought Oh, I could do that. Walk for Dodge Yeah. Like, but it was nice in your case because you understood the honor it was to do it. I remember when you were doing it at the time, you were like, oh my God, oh, like, this, this is, is crazy. ridiculous. You were so scared, <laughs> but excited. And all those big emotions were, I don't know, and this might not be true, but there might have been some people there who were just like, oh, it's just another thing. Like, don't give it the same gravitas it deserves. But that's then just the personality. It yeah. doesn't have anything to do with that they're a social media star. They true. would be the same if they would be an actor. They would just be like, oh, another thing. It's just a personality if you cherish something or not and is because you brought up marcus about facetune and things is that a big thing in the industry is that what everyone talks about i don't know about talks about but it's like everyone and i'm like why why i can tell you marcus because you being criticized by anything you post and anything you post people are commenting oh my god her toe is weird oh my god her little finger e blah blah and then out of this there are coming memes like think of ariana grande she just took a picture like a selfie in a mirror with her phone and her fingers looked weird. And then out of that, everyone was making fun of her hands and fingers and she probably thought, fucking hell, I should have facetuned that and nobody would have made fun of me. But then then society's facetuning to book for everyone to be perfect and then the impression that that leaves on the real world who are looking at everything thinking that the average person scrolling through their feet thinking, I'm not looking hell, like I'm this. not looking like them. Nope, I'm not. No. Yeah. Like, it's damaging it's, for kids. It's, isn't yeah, it's, it, there's 
just issues from both sides because yeah. again you could say when are we going to get past dickheads leaving comments like that that's one of the yeah. big things that like, the other week we we're talking about youtube and child stars how they monitoring that it's like it's the same thing with instagram in yeah. a way instagram is a bit similar with i'd say youtube vlogging comments like when you're when you're a vlogger and you let people in your life I've said it so many times before people criticize your everything, everything you do in your life and instagram yeah. is a little bit similar with the pictures you post because it's like they will criticize how exactly how you look. So yeah. if, if you post a picture of you and I don't know, your hair's funny, people will go, your hair looks shit. They're yeah. just so to the point. Yeah. But what's the difference with doing Facetune individually, doing it yourself and magazines and whoever, them doing it to people? It's I just wanted thing, to say right? that. And they've yeah. been doing it years. It, yeah, it all came from definitely the big Photoshop, which is happening on every single magazine, mm -hmm. anything. Even if you watch a movie, they're like, the pimples are out of there and blah, 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 blah. It's all edited. It's all not real because people want to see that perfect thing. Honestly, people like seeing beautiful people. It is just like that. It is a weird thing, but this is what's happening. And everyone pretends to be perfect. It's weird, weird because then we have this made up world of what perfect is. You know, I know. If, if throughout time, pictures, videos have been portrayed that way, it's like what actually... Yeah, the idea <laughs> of, of perfect is made up. evolving yeah. and changing all the time, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? And it is made up. Of course it is. And I think people who are vulnerable who do get really upset and down about not looking like how they want to i think they forget that the people who they think they want to aspire to have exactly the same thing they're still face tuning he said yeah. if the people at the very top of the game are doing it then that should say something to everyone else that nobody's perfect i think but. also everyone is a has a bit of self-doubt i've read a part of it in my book <laughs> and it said because we are people and we just want to be accepted and liked by others we yeah. do anything for that like we're being it's super a human nice. race we yeah it's just how we are are mm. as humans we're being super nice we're doing things that we actually don't want to do just to be liked and accepted from other people and i think that's the same with trying to be perfect with how you look what you wear and everything you just want to be someone who's standing out and is accepted and loved from everyone it relates into everyday life as well i feel like the average person cares about how they look you know the average person will look in the mirror before they leave the house like if they're getting ready in the morning going to work going to school you look and you do care about your appearance and yeah and there's nothing wrong that. with that it's just that you shouldn't be too obsessed with it yeah. some people are too obsessed and all they can think of is hopefully i look good hopefully i don't smell mm. hopefully i am i don't know what smelling's pretty bad though yeah <laughs> <laughs> with both of your instagram feeds do you feel a pressure to keep it refreshed and daily content or weekly content uh, like how do you deal with that uh, schedule uh, and because it's a business in its own right. Mm. So how are you managing that? It's so weird. I would love to say that I don't care. I just post whenever. I love Instagram and I use it as I want. It's weird because it's a gift. Instagram is a gift and it's a huge gift if you have those followers and all of those people watching you and are interested in your life. Um, but sometimes it overtakes your life, you know? Sometimes you're just thinking of, oh, I want a picture. Oh, mm -hmm. I want to do cool insta stories i want to do this and that and it's just like okay just try and relax you're still living your life and you're allowed to have fun without filming it and posting it and you're allowed to wear a cool outfit without posting it and it's just so weird because it's still like in the back of your head it gives you like a oh you should post it's, it's like a weird mm. thing 
right? It, yeah, it yeah, sounds sure. so weird when no, I'm no, no. saying that, <laughs> but it's really... I think you can even say with me, I feel like I've been on a journey recently where yeah. I'm, I'm sharing less and less of my like personal life for no real reason. I just feel like I want to enjoy it more in that moment rather than think, oh, I have, I should film this or I should do this, I should do that. The same with my, the actual posts as well. Instagram for me used to always just be a byproduct of YouTube Whatever and everything. Doing. Yeah, it always used to be a byproduct. And I would say more recently with all the fashion stuff that I'm like trying to do now, it's become more of a like strategic, this is an element of my job and this is what I want to do with it rather than this is my life on Instagram yeah. and I'm just sharing it with yeah, But you. that's what it is in you guys in your positions. It's a job, isn't it? It's a business. Yeah, but like it's, uh, it's not so just a. It is, say. and I never accepted that of Instagram for so long. I was like, nah, but Instagram's just like me. It's a byproduct of me. It's yeah. just. I feel like it's more monetized than, say, Twitter or something like that. Yeah, well, it's great. Instagram still is, I think, the fastest growing platform, and it's the platform that brands within this space are turning to more and more for sponsorships. Rather, I can speak coming from the YouTube side. You know, YouTube was always the first to do like. Brandon worked with social media stars and stuff. And then Instagram is becoming more and more. Yeah, but the thing is, for me, Instagram is still not a job. You know what I mean? It's Instagram for me is still not a business. It's still me and it's still things I want to post. And it's not, I don't know, it, it's just such a weird combination of, yes, I do get paid for some posts, but I would never do those posts if I don't like them. Hmm. It's just, it's still me and myself and what I really like, either if it's like fashion or makeup or anything. Yeah, it's like with everything, balance, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? No, but it is. It's like, of course, people follow you for who you are. Like you're funny on Instagram. I'm funny. Sometimes. <laughs> and <laughs> Such a bully. <laughs> you're also, yeah, it's a balance of the two, bringing your personality into whatever it is you're doing on Instagram. So, guys, we all went for lunch yesterday. Oh, it was so cute. It was, it was vegan. Nice. Mm-hmm. It was vegan. <laughs> yeah. But you both said, how because you're going on a trip later this year mm. and you're going to go social media free for yeah. that trip. How are you feeling about that? And well, how will it work just, with what you're doing? Just I'm to clarify, I don't know if, if we said for the whole trip. So, yeah, I did say to you Matt, we spoke about it, didn't I? I said that. I would love to because we've been on holiday before. He said before. one day. No, we've been on holiday before. and we, One hour. Been, <laughs> can I put my phone down for an hour? Ooh, <laughs> steady on. <laughs> but um, yeah, we've always said we've wanted to do it, but we never do. But I definitely want to use that trip as... To exp- try it. Just to try it, but not even immersing myself in social media. So not even talking about personally posting, just not even browsing social media. And we all have become so... obsessed and addicted to social media i think just in everyday life yeah phones in general screen time is scary and we've all been there where you forget your phone for something and you literally feel so helpless in so (laughs) many situations it's a little bit embarrassing but it's also a little bit scary and i just think i want to experience that without this big social media element there and one see what it's like is it a good thing is it a bad thing Mate, wait until this, the phone, is just all up here in your head. That's when, how would you switch off then? I mean, that's for another podcast. (laughs) Probably probably not this one. It does stress me out if I'm thinking of not posting for a week and not doing social media for a week because you are also kind of scared to lose it. Mm. You know, if you have this gift, you don't want to lose it. Yeah, of course. So is that the main, is that what you're thinking then? So if you go like a couple of days not posting, you're like, oh, people are going to stop following. Is that what you're worried about? Or just, is it competitors? Is it other people who are? I lost that worry a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think 
it doesn't it's not because of other people at all it's more about the followers and more about is my engagement and mm. going down and stuff and are people then less interested in me and what are the people thinking and I just have so many weird thoughts and I just put pressure on myself I think my followers they wouldn't care and they would understand but I put pressure on myself yeah, it's the same thing when we are daily uploading on YouTube the whole YouTube platform society culture thinks that oh my god if you don't post a video every day you're fucked true and when you're in that moment of posting every day if we didn't post for one day both of us are like oh my god people are gonna stop watching oh my god we're not gonna get any more subscribers and you, yeah, it was true you're, 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 yeah but you're <laughs> sucked into this yeah of course you are cycle so, of yeah shit so weird but i think in fairness with steffi i feel like she enjoys that a lot more than you were maybe enjoying you the daily about, uploads no, no. <laughs> loving those deep fried videos no <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I just do them in I my spare time them. now. Like whenever I've got a couple of hours, fuck it, let's turn That's my kitchen That's what you guys were doing last night, wasn't yeah. it? Just That's deep frying. No acai bowls, mate. How, how did you think of deep frying? Was it just like, what does get a lot of views? Let's fry some oh, stuff. Oh, the process, that the storyboarding that went into these, no, iconic. Mate, we like, thought we were like Steve Jobs when we came yeah. up with that. Do you remember the toaster as just, well? We were like, oh my God. throw a donut in there. <laughs> yeah. It was gross. Ice cream? It? We can deep fry that? Sure. <laughs> My favorite bit was trying it. Oh, he spit it out always. He always had one little bite. I put on a lot of weight when we were doing this. Because <laughs> I didn't spit it out. I finished the rest of it too. <laughs> out of choice. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. You're <laughs> not forcing me to do Eat it. this now. <laughs> So usually, guys, if you are an avid listener of our podcast, we have a segment of We Love This and You Should Too. Or at least try it. This week is particularly special for Steffi because... That's going to sound awful. In the, in the, it's going to sound horrible for the people listening at I just home. just tap the mic? Sorry. Oh. You've got your own products out! exciting yeah my own skincare brand is coming out and um yeah it feels weird you know? oh i'm not i'm not gonna <laughs> pretend like i don't know what it is what is it tell what us is more it? you want to know yeah i don't know a lot about it yeah, so okay, what is it you, tell me more okay so uh so i'm bringing out five products with a german how do you call it like boots you have like a things. pharmaceutical you is call that it? It like a chemist it's not bringing out drugs <laughs> yeah like a chemist like a department yeah. store it's called dm and i'm bringing my own skincare brand out with them and i'm so freaking excited so five products i was working on that for one year and i'm oh, wow. just so excited it's coming it out called? now it's called moi moi is a russian uh, word it means my and i decided to call it a russian name because Obviously, my first language was Russian and everything I know about skin care is from my mom. So she taught me how to, you know, treat my skin, what kind of products are good for me. And uh, so I decided to kind of, how do you say, it? like do it for my mom? Well, it, like inspired you. Yeah. I'm like, I honored it, my mom. Has she tried it yet? 
Sorry? Has she tried it yet? Oh, of course. No. Yeah, she did. Did and it she, get the seal of approval? She mm. loves it. She was like, oh my God, oh my God. I mean, it looks cool. Yeah, it looks and, very cool. And uh, it feels great. Like, it's very good material and everything. But what it does to your skin is amazing. For any of you Germans, you can go into any DM and get it IRL. In real life, Steffi will be in every single store whenever you happen to go in. But waiting. What? <laughs> Where? She won't, that is a joke. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> but, um, or you can go and get it online at... DM.de. Happy with oh, well, Good luck. Hope it goes well. Thank you so much, I'm Matt. sure it will. And I'm looking forward to my sorting my eyes out. Next That's episode. Cool. Honestly, honestly, I'll send you a lot of stuff. Yay. Also for your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys ready? Yeah. For a big question. Yes. You nervous? Yeah. You should be. Because and you stop speaking so seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you're putting me on edge with how you're speaking. <laughs> so the big question is a segment where I will go away each week, find my favorite things on the internet. Normally a Daily Mirror article, I'm not gonna lie. And then I will derive a question from it. So cool. this week's headline cool. is... Cool. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, Steffi. Marcus never says anything when I do the intro. Mate, I've sat so through it's nice. 84 it's not... big questions. I'm sure the first one we ever came up with, I was like, yeah, that's really good, actually. No, yeah. but... <laughs> when you do say 84 times... Steffi <laughs> sounded genuinely like, oh, cool. Yeah. Looking forward to this. Me too. No, you're not. I'm fucking pumped, bro. <laughs> Let's do it. So the headline is Toasty Restaurant with Completely Bonkers Fillings to Open in the UK. Do you know so, what a toasty is? Do toasty you know what a toasty is? It's like a schnitzel. No. It's like, like similar. a sandwich that is put into like a hot toaster and, you, and it's like melted. And we have in Germany... Um, like yes. yes. What's that called in German? Uh, that's a sandwich, but <laughs> 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 we have a, we have a um, commercial in Germany where we have this toasty, and then they say, "Don't call it a schnitzel because people were calling it a schnitzel." Why are they calling like it a schnitzel? Because it is actually schnitzel's like absolute like drama in Germany. <laughs> schnitzel's like deep fried breadcrumbs, isn't it? Yeah, but you put it in a toaster in Germany. You can buy it, and then you can put it in a toaster, and then it gets out. Ah, okay. And it's super yummy. Okay. This place in Manchester, and they've opened up, they just do toasties. There's like yeah. 30 different variations. So a few of the weirder ones, katsu curry what? in a toasty. Mm. Have, you, have you had the katsu uh, curry from Wagamama? No. Katsu curry is a very like... Oh, there's a Thai curry one. Uh, yeah. Okay. You'll be having that in Thailand. Th thai uh, sorry, mate. Can I get a Thai curry toasty? <laughs> you toasty? <laughs> Apple and custard. <laughs> Oh. Apple and custard. I don't know uh, what toasty. Custard is. This is where we find out how British this sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how many I'm people are listening. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> custard? So I'm going to show you pictures. Well, you know, hot dog toasty. So oh, like a sausage dog. in a That actually sandwich. sounds all right. But, but I'm, I'm definitely up for a lot of toasties. I'm, so this is apple, like an apple pie. <laughs> yeah. And custard yeah. is like a really milky... Oh. Buttery sauce poured over it. Imagine mm. that in a toasted sandwich. Yeah, mm. weird. That'd be no, like weird. a puddle. That'd it's be great. Weird. No, that's it's great. No. And oh, then you would the, like my it. favorite one here, and this is, I think, very British. A super noodles toasty. Soup oh. and noodles. Yeah. In a toasty. Yeah. How is that happening? 
Don't know. And there's no picture, so they might be lying. Forgive me. This is such a big question. I feel bad oh, putting you under... What, what, I don't want to throw you under the bus. What's your favourite sandwich, Philip? Do you want to ring your management or anything? Just check you're okay to answer it, because this, oh, this is big. It's, it's going to be that, isn't it? Is it? What is your favourite late-night snack? Fucking hell, mate. Oh, Jesus it. Christ, I am I love how, I am how you build up. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> Oh, pizza. Pizza, baby. Franco Manca. I can remember the night when you took out the scissors and you showed me <laughs> how to cut a pizza when I've you really want to. Oh. And it was amazing. Amazing, right? Cut pizza Guys, can I, can I just say, if you get a pizza, for example, Franco Manca, they, some, they don't come sliced, right? And not everyone has pizza slices at home. Oh, and also... Whip the scissors out, straight through. Bam. Cut Bam. your slices with scissors. It was yeah. amazing. Can Topping you, still on that. Can you remember that? That's definitely your favorite late night snack. If we're mm. unhealthy, if we're healthy, I would say Halo ice cream. Ooh, yeah. What what um pizza toppings? What do you like on your pizza? Just margarita. Just margarita. Meat. <laughs> Domino's meat feast. <laughs> I would probably say chocolate, not on a pizza, as oh. in. Late night, a late night snack like oh mate the lint chocolate. You've balls. just come in oh, from a night. Let me set the scene. Oh, You've yeah. just gone clubbing at yeah. the the, the Bergheim. Is Woo-hoo! that the one in Berlin? Yeah. What is your go-to food? What are you having there? Oh, anything you want. Crisps. Crisps. Oh, yeah, mate, that's so boring. What's Why? yours? Yeah, true. What's yours? I think curry uh. or kebab or both. Curry like, in the both. night. Yeah. yeah. Like like rice and curry. Yeah. It's really? a very heavy meal to then <laughs> fall asleep 10 minutes after. I'm not judging you. Pizza is also not really like. Well, light, look, we, yeah, uh, maybe Chris not. It would be yeah, mate, like. Come on, live a little. Yeah, uh, live a live little. little. Thank right. you. Thank Old you. Marcus. That's what I'm always yeah. telling Old you. Old Marcus, after a night in Brighton, I'd go to Burger King. <laughs> and eat the stuff smash, that he no, sees done, from other trays. I would smash an XL bacon double cheeseburger oh. meal, large. Then head down to Subway, meet the rest of my mates, get a foot long as well. Mate, I love oh, how you still got that memorized. <laughs> yeah. Mate, it was, it was not memorized. That was my daily Friday or weekly Friday. Yeah, night. He, he never daily. does that with me. I'm an animal. Cool. And that was this week's big question. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Marcus. It was really nice. You're most welcome, Stephanie. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, please carry on giving us loads of five-star reviews and lovely comments on the review section because it makes us feel better about ourselves. Thank you very much, guys. We will see you next week. See you. Goodbye. Bye, Bye guys. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.